What's up, Gravel family? I'm Sophia. And I'm Jason. And this is the Gravel Family Podcast. The Gravel Family Podcast is an encouraging space to motivate more people to get on their bikes and enjoy gravel. We're going to share a variety of stories from hometown pirates to the top tier pros. We're also going to share training tips and insights on gravel worlds and other events, as well as answer your questions that arise through your training season. We are so excited you're here. Welcome to the Gravel Family. All right. What's up, Gravel family? I'm Jason. And I'm Sophia. And we're back for the holiday episode, Woo-hoo. wrapping up the year. Happy 2023, Sophia. Happy 2020, end of 2023. Happy almost 2024. That's right. That's Jesus. right. And this is our first podcast where we are separate. I know. We have officially separated. I it's legal like- now. <laughs> <laughs> separate but still together i feel like we need some like hand motions like we need to like do some weird hand motions we're like because like when we're in studio and like one of us is about to ask a question or like one of us is about to like answer a question or like you know talk back to a guest uh we kind of like look at each other or we have like kind of like you know just yeah. the body language and now we don't have that over Ooh, what we should do because we kind of use google docs too like we always write out questions so we, we should both be in little. a yeah, in Google Doc and then like writing notes on the other screen. We're talking about the other person. It's hilarious. There's been some times where Jason and I are getting questions together for a guest and we'll be working on it like at the same time accidentally and he'll be like, get out of my document because I'll just be like <laughs> typing. He's like, I'm working on it right now. I said I would do it. I'm doing it. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but now uh, we, ha- we both have our own studios. So it's that's right. Nice. You're yeah. You, look at you. You got the same mic I do. Like so got pro. The, got the shout pro. out to shout out to Brian. Yet I own none of this. So <laughs> I cannot claim it. So there's a there's a cool. I don't know. Jason, can you see there's an actual actually a sword behind me. So it kind we of both have swords behind we, us. I, I got a pirate one. What is that like a Game of Thrones? Or something, no, Lord it's like of the Rings. Family's crested sword. So, Whoa! Yeah. That's... So, so I was like, yeah, well, we can just put that right behind us for a little. I don't want to. I don't have a family crest. Do you have a family crest? I don't think so. Maybe what, I just what, need na- to do a twenty-three and me. <laughs> what What heritage is that? That like English? Scottish. Scottish. Okay, I think, so yeah, I think it's Scottish. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. The, yeah, I know yeah. I, that that was yeah. kind of cool back a thousand years ago. I guess. Wait, so. here we need to bring him in for the story on the sword. Brian, you're a guest. Come here. Oh, impromptu guest. I like it. We need the backstory on the sword. Oh, the sword. Everybody <laughs> wants to know about the sword. Um. So I guess it all starts with me being a geek. Um, and to specify being a geek is different than being a nerd. Nerds are actually smart geeks, just like smart things. Um, (laughs) I have played, um, this game called RuneScape since I was 10 years old. That means I've been playing it for 19 years. And, uh, eventually I was like, you know what? I want to get a sword of my own. And I had gone to medieval times and I saw all the swords there, but I was too broke for the swords at medieval times, which if you haven't been to medieval times, absolutely incredible. Like <laughs> it's four pretty, nights it's pretty fun in front of each other. Um, there's like sword fighting. There's like actual jousting on horses. 
You get served baby <laughs> dragon. It's incredible. Um, thank I think you. it's a chicken, and though, isn't it? Basically, it's, I was like, it's like well, a half I need chicken for myself. So uh, I Amazoned it, and I've had it for the last six years. You definitely told me your family's crest was on there. Yeah, my fraternity family crest, <laughs> which I made myself. Yeah, I had a, a family crest commissioned for uh, my fraternity family. And we are the Knight family, and that is the reason for the sword. I, I am so happy for story. this. Thank you, Brian. That ended up being way more entertaining than I thought it would be. Uh, so You never know what to expect when uh, you ask Brian for anything. You can just know to be entertained. So The expectation of what I thought that would be to the reality was so much better than I thought. Uh, I, would, okay. I would love to know if there is one listener out there that plays this stinking RuneScape game. Because I've heard of it. Uh, so he'll just be like sitting on the couch playing RuneScape for hours, but it's not like a super intensive game. He'll just be like clicking a button and he's like gathering diamonds or like chopping. It's kind of like Minecraft, right? It's like similar. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's a it's a game. I'm sure if you're a RuneScape fan, me calling that Minecraft was it very insulting so oh i'm sure but yeah so. i was a halo i was a halo guy for oh. the longest time and then uh i became an adult and i don't have fun anymore oh An- wait annie's in the background now oh should Annie we just gets, have a yeah. should we have another <gasps> just random here we go hop in here yeah. Annie. you're the uh, you're second uh, impromptu the, guest yeah guest on the podcast hello hello, <laughs> hello annie okay. how's your holiday season going I don't know, but I'm sure my breath is not good. <laughs> Babe, this is actually in the podcast. Oh, that's We're adorable. Cutting. Here's my personality. I'm really <laughs> weird and just calling out things. I just got done doing a little shopping. And now I'm going to go for a walk with Kona Dog and another Gravel Worlds fan. Woo! Aw, that sounds great. Merry well, Christmas. That- thank you for joining in on and the podcast. <laughs> so that uh, was just about as ridiculous as yours, so... Yeah, I I'm really glad. I love these like little like tangent podcasts because they always end out really entertaining. But back to the yeah, back to the point. Yes, I am in a new studio and it is that what we were talking about? And then I pointed out the sword behind me. Oh yes, which apparently is from Amazon. I definitely thought it was like a family thing. He is Scottish though. I I did get that right. But, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm glad we got that cleared up, and now um, we can go on with the rest of the episode. Uh, well, one thing we were gonna talk about is you moving. Uh, yeah. So how how is Nashville? Oh my gosh, Nashville is amazing. It's so beautiful. Um, I am in pretty much the best neighborhood that you could be in in Nashville. Uh, I live in an apartment complex that is above a brewery. A dive bar, a burger restaurant, a kind of like Chipotle-ish restaurant, and then an Asian fusion. And then across the street, there's a sushi place, a barbecue joint, and a kind of fancier like Mexican restaurant. And then the neighborhood behind me is like the quintessential like Southern neighborhood where everyone sits out on their porch and drinks sweet tea in the mornings. And like... (laughs) Everyone is so friendly. I kid you not. We went down to the bar the first day that we moved in. 
And it was like, I don't know if anyone's ever watched Cheers, but it was like an episode of Cheers. Where everybody knows your name. Yes. Like the cook (laughs) came out and introduced himself and like made a hot dog with bacon for my dog and like brought us out a round of shots to welcome us to the neighborhood. And like all the regulars are coming out and like introducing themselves. The owner comes out and he's like, I can't wait to have you guys around. And then like the brewery underneath, they do a chili kind of like, potluck type of thing every Sunday for all of the neighbors who are locals at the brewery to like come and hang out on a Sunday and watch football or hockey or whatever. Um, And best part, I am not even two minutes from a bike trail. So awesome. How, How are the trail? Like what's the trail system like there? It's honestly where I'm at really good because I am kind of near Franklin, which is not really a suburb of Nashville, but it's kind of like the fancier Nashville, if that makes sense. Um, And so I'm kind of like to get to downtown Nashville takes like 25 minutes. So I'm really on the outskirts. Um, But all of the bike trails like from here to Franklin are incredible and like there's huge spanning parks and like there are people riding bikes by my apartment complex like every single day and so I've already gotten connected with a group here and I'm gonna be coaching NICA next year what Um, are you serious you already got connected with NICA yeah I got connected with the grit coordinator here um randomly off of I think I forget how I um I think someone yeah actually someone who listens to the podcast Jeff he had introduced me to this girl and she's the great coordinator and then she got me connected with a team so I'm hopefully gonna be that's so cool yeah uh so lots of cool bike things happening down here they're doing a new year's eve um bike ride where they leave at like 9 p.m and so I wish I was in town for that I'm actually gonna be back in Nebraska for a wedding for one of my best friends but oh and I'll be gone I'll be out of Lincoln I know uh I always forget that you and my wife talk more than you and I talk I mean, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's a valid statement. (laughs) We're best friends on Snapchat. No big deal. (laughs) What's your streak? What's your streak? We don't have a streak. Oh, I know. That's embarrassing. I know. But my longest streak, just, you know, if anybody cares, it's like 600 days. No way. Oh, yeah. I have have two that are 600 days. With who? Uh, My friend Hannah and then my old boss's girlfriend, Megan. Nice. That's I know. Awesome. Wait. And so to have a streak, do you do you both have to send one in a day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's within it's like a like, twenty-four hour period. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's tough. There's been some close calls. But, I wonder what uh, the longest TikTok or longest Snapchat streak is right I now. I know someone who has like a three thousand day one, what? or two thousand, something like that. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it looks like uh, the lo- as of now, the longest one is 3,400 days. Yeah. Yeah. This person I know has had it. I like, didn't even know Snap was around that long. Streaks. Yeah. Crazy. Craziness. Um, but speaking of jobs, I also got a job here. Yeah, congrats. So thank you. I'm going to It was totally my referral call. Like, that was... For sure. The only reason you got your job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you know me, you know I love children. And I actually got a job nannying for a family here who has a two and a half year old little girl. And they're about to have newborn baby triplet boys. Oh. 
So, uh, yeah. Wow. So I'm going to have my hands full come start of January, and I am so pumped. Today was your first day, right? Like your yeah, first like, official first, half day? Yeah, because um, I'm not technically employed until the babies come. So really, as soon as those babies are born, I'm working. Um, but at the latest, it'll be like the very start of January. Nice. So. And the cool thing like with your nanny stuff is like you're also like involved with a lot of other stuff in their life too, which is really cool. Yeah. So Yeah, it's that's... like a household kind of manager. I get to help with their um, like day jobs and all that. So it'll be fun. Yeah, it's pretty pretty freaking cool gig you got there so i'm, I'm pretty stoked for you yeah thank you i am too <laughs> i am too well how is lincoln treating you are you getting ready for the holidays here yeah we're uh getting ready for the holidays we're gonna go to christmas eve we're gonna go to iowa um uh over to see my family and then annie's brother moved to the up of michigan so on Christmas Day, we're going to drive like 12 hours to Michigan uh, and spend the week there. And we'll work, we'll kind of work remote for a week while we're there and then travel back on New Year's Day, I think is the plan. So, Fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, their property out there. And like their property looks so cool. Like I can't wait for him to build like mountain bike trails and stuff on his on his Heck land. Yeah. It, but um I didn't know they had bears there. Did you know they had bears? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I did not know that. So uh, Yeah, my best yeah. friend's from Michigan, so I've heard all about the wildlife up there. It is <laughs> yeah. wild. Did not know that. So, uh, yeah, he said, like, uh, a video of, like, the scratchings on the tree of, like, with their claws and, like, basically just cut a tree down with their claws, just scratching for fun. And I was like, that's terrifying. Okay. Oh Good to know. Um but I'm really excited because there's talk of potentially northern lights coming down while we're there. Uh, Heck so yeah. I've never seen the northern lights. So that'd be really oh, fun to get to you see. Gotta, that. You got to make that a priority for sure. So we will oh stay word. up late and go see it if, if it's happening. So that would be yeah. a wonderful bucket list little item there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, something also exciting that you just got back from was Maui. You yes. had gone down there for the climb for good that you did up Haleakla, as well as the Pedal Amua fundraiser ride slash race. Um, tell me all about that awesome experience you had down in Hawaii. Uh, yeah. So, um, my wife and I love Maui. I think we've already talked about that on the podcast. Just our, once or twice. Yeah. Co- um, within the next few years, our goal is to, to live there um, and and try to give back as much as we can uh, in doing so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when we travel there, like we've, we've done the touristy things uh, and we've kind of moved on to like, how can we give back to this place that we love when we go? So I was very lucky uh, to get connected with Connor, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, six, seven weeks ago, maybe, uh, through through Gravel Worlds. Uh, and he, he lived on island for a long time. So um, uh, he got me connected with Pedal Amua. So Amua Family Services, we had them on the podcast. Go, go listen to that. Um, all the incredible things that they're doing. Um, but once a year they have a fundraiser, it's technically not a race, it's a grand fondo. So there's no timing, anything like that. Um, and so I was able to help on the prep side of that and, uh, 
you know, setup and day of race and, and then still actually get to do the ride too. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was, that was really incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, seeing Lahaina where the wildfires were this summer was um, almost unfathomable to see it for the first time in person, especially uh, by bike. You know, um, we know like one of the great things of exploring the world by bike is it's, it, it it's all your senses, right? You, and yeah. it's slower, you get to take it in. Um, and just coming around that corner where you see Lahaina for the first time uh, was very devastating to see. So it, it really reiterated why we were there to raise money for kids of Maui, especially those affected by the fires. Um, so, uh, yeah, just everything that you've seen on TV, it is so much worse in Hawaii than, um, than we can really fathom. Um, so yeah. Um, so it was a very emotional experience. I, I want to give a sh huge shout out for um, Amua Family Services and the the Pedal Amua ride. Um, they they had a girl from Lahaina make 150 lays, uh, and they're the the tea leaf type of lay, so they don't okay. they last a really long time um, outdoors. And uh, they gave every single rider a lay that we wore from the start to Lahaina, and then we placed that. Um, on a on a cross that they've set up um above Aww. lahaina so that was um very emotional very very special um but it was it was a way to show like respect towards that area um magical experience great experience the the community there is so good like yeah. I, the bike shops that they have uh there have such great communities and um yeah, just great, great people at the the ride, and then um, a few days later, so four days after that, uh, so uh, was the Haleakala climb for good, uh, which uh, huge shout out to Lauf. Uh, we definitely need to throw that out there. They were also they were the official bike of Petalamua, so they sponsored that race, which helped raise money for kids, uh, and they were also uh, donated a brand new Lauf Utald, which is their their road bike. Uh, they donated that to me to do the challenge, but then also donate that bike um, to the the people who donated to the cause. So every $50 donation was a chance to win that bike. And we raised uh, right just under $7,000, which was really, really cool. So Insert the clapping noise yeah. that we should Yay! have. No, yeah. it really it that was an incredible number because your original goal was 5000 Like so 5000 was the like dream goal like let's yes. try to get five grand um and yeah we hit we hit just under seven thousand um which is really really cool really really special um and like i said that goes to literally is it goes to the dream amua program which helps kids in crisis of maui so it's going um, to directly to that to help yeah so directly yeah and and that can be also kids like with um disabilities like almost like a make-a-wish kind of program mm -hmm. it can be kids who've lost everything it can be like mental or physical disabilities so um a really really cool program it hit home with um kind of the adventure for all stuff we've worked with yeah. um so it felt really really good and um so uh the ride itself was incredible so haleakala is the longest paved climb in the world uh so it is 35 miles up pretty much 
essentially the entire time. There's two spots that are quote unquote downhill, but it's for like a hundred feet, <laughs> maybe like a hundred feet of road, maybe, oh, maybe a hundred yards. A maybe. Day. So it's uh it's a lot of up. Um, there's not, there's only like one or two, actually the, there's one hill in the middle and then the last kick at the end are the worst parts. Um, so yeah, literally the last quarter mile when you're at 10,000 feet is so steep and so brutal. Where the, um, the air is a little bit thinner. Yeah. There and you, as well. you can't, can't breathe cause it's, it, it's just like Colorado. Like the air is yeah. just as thin, um, which is kind of trippy. It's like, it's like messes with your head cause you can see the ocean, but mm-hmm. you're like b- struggling to breathe. Like you're in Colorado. It just doesn't. Are there it, ever any like <clears throat> moments on that ride where you're like, I could fall off a cliff right now. Or is it all pretty mm-hmm. much like you're flat and even with the countryside? Uh, it, it's more, it's more intimidating to drive it than bike it. Um, okay. Like when you're in a car and you can't really see, it looks like you have a massive drop off. But like if you were on a, it wouldn't feel good. Like if no. you were on a bike and you kind of fell off the road, but you're not going to like drop a thousand feet. There are a couple of places on the Petalamua route where if you fell off would be detrimental. Bye bye. Like it, yeah. you would have, <laughs> yeah, see you later. Um, or Aloha, I guess one last time. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but as far as the, uh, the Haleakala climb, it's, it's pretty, pretty good the whole, the whole time. So, uh, that is awesome. And so what was your, what was your experience like climbing up Haleakala? Cause you also had a good little group with you. You had Claire who's done the 300, um, twice at our event. Three times. Or three times. Sorry. Yeah. She's, she's the only woman who's finished every long voyage. So she's pretty incredible. Um, and then Connor O'Brien also, who has been huge, huge advocate for Petalamua. And then there yep. were two locals with you, right? No. Um, at one point we had 10 riders oh with gosh. us, which was really, really cool. Um, I actually had, um, I think it was Connor who came up and told me, he's like, I've never seen a Haleakala group ride this big wow. outside of, outside of the race that the, um, oh, uh, climb to the sun race to the sun, okay. I think is, uh, the, um, that, that race. So there is a race, uh, that you can race up Haleakala every yeah. year. So, um, outside of that, they said it's like the biggest group that they had seen in a really long time, at least. So that, that wow. felt really special and really reiterates the community they have there. Um, there were only three of us that did the whole thing, but, um, a lot of them did to uh, like most everybody did to like the first town. And then we lost a couple people and then went to the, the second town on the course. And then somebody went to the, the national park entrance, which is about two thirds, um, and then Connor, Claire, and I uh, did the whole thing. Wow. Huge shout out actually to Claire because she crushed it. Um, yeah. And uh, she like it was before 5,000 feet. So it was before halfway. She was like, hey, guys, I'm feeling really good. Can I just go? And and we're like, Heck yeah, go do your thing, girl. Uh, and so she uh, went to the top got photos up there and then rode back down. I think she met us about 9,000 feet or maybe a little. So, but she did the top section twice. Oh, she's uh, incredible. And what's funny is she got like a bunch of, uh, local legends 
because she did it twice in one ride. <laughs> so she, so she's Just like not chasing many people. those local legends. <laughs> That's true. But and another huge shout out to her is she is the best descender I've seen in real life. Like she, her bike handling skills are in incredible insane she's she is a really awesome human and it was she uh uh, her and another friend stayed at our airbnb with us so it was it was really great um getting to have those memories with with her and um i always say it's a pleasure to get dropped by you is what i what i (laughs) tell people both Uh, her and both her and christy tracy yes that's right so um but yeah it was a great experience uh miley cyrus got us to the top uh the last the climb the last mile, uh, the climb was on repeat. So it's, I appreciate you, Miley, but <laughs> coming in clutch, but, uh, and then the descent, you, like we got to the top. Uh, oh, and then another, there's so many shout outs from that day. Um, the, the pedal or sorry, the Mua family services, they had, uh, several of their employees, uh, drive to the top and they had lays for Claire, Connor and I, um, wow. and that was, that was really, really special, um, to have them waiting there and cheering us on. And, um, yeah, just really, really cool. Um, yeah. that whole experience. And then the descent is, uh, amazing. Like it, it's such a visceral experience. So. Yeah, you and I talked on the way on my way to work this morning uh, when we were planning out kind of what this podcast was going to look like and just catching up. And uh, you had mentioned how big of a community feel you felt down there. Yeah, actually, during the Petalamua um, Grand Fondo, you had hit a pothole and one of your tires had gone flat and you were sitting there on the side of the road and one of the bike owners came up you know just driving by and said you know hey let's let's get this figured out you know we'll take care of you and you know took you to a local shop let you use his bike for the end of the fundraiser and then went and helped yeah. you fix your bike and made yeah, it all pretty cool. frank and new for your climb up Haleakla. And like, that is something that you would see in Lincoln, Nebraska. A hundred percent. Like that kind of community feel is what you find in Nebraska. So for you and, to find that yeah. all the way down there was incredible. Yeah. And, and like the, that, that's the thing that my wife and I love about Hawaii is that, that real the, quote unquote spirit of aloha of giving back and that community above everything else like um and that was in full force with everything with amua um everything all the bike shops the 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 cyclists the community there is truly special um and yeah where you know i popped not only popped a tire i actually ruined a rim uh so the, the wheels couldn't even, it wasn't like just put a new tube in. Um, so they actually gave me, um, a set of wheels to borrow for, for the rest of the week. Um, wouldn't let me pay anything. <laughs> they wouldn't let me pay, uh, to, to like rent any equipment or the, the work they did to help fix everything. So, um, Maui cyclery is who Donnie with Maui cyclery is, is who set that up. They do bike rentals too. So, Check them out. They're in uh, Paia, on the the on the north side um, of the island. So check check out Donnie and Maui Cyclery if you're if you are going to Maui, rent a bike from them. But um, 
all the bike shops there are also great. Crank Crank Cycles is another one, and then Maui Sunriders are are another huge bike shop there that um, all do great great things. And that that's what I I wish everybody when they went to Hawaii could experience, and yeah. not just do the the touristy things, but like, and that's you mentioned like community here and community there. Like I just wish everybody could experience that community and love when they go to Hawaii or wherever their home is. And a lot of times, a lot of times it comes from yourself too. So like just a reminder to, to be that for somebody else, you know, somebody that just might need a smile that day or help them open a door or help them load their groceries anything like that you know just everyone has the chance to impact um another person or a situation like everyone has power you just gotta use that power for good that's right so yeah we all have influence we all have passions that we believe in and yeah i just i'm very thankful for the experiences that i had uh on this last trip and with with the people more than anything it's it's has very little to do with a beautiful place and has everything to do with the the people the beautiful people so i love that yeah what would you say would be your biggest takeaway or thing you learned um from your experiences this last time in hawaii uh i mean selfishly um that i do want to live there and i i could see us finding a home there um but but also I saw, um, I, I really saw what I thought was there in the people. Um, I got to be side by side with those people in, in that spirit of giving back, um, which is, I, I, I believed it was there and I, I had kind of seen bits and pieces, but, um, you know, what happened in Lahaina is, unfathomably devastating and just seeing their community and their people um come together and overcome there's still a very very long way to go and a lot of hardships for a lot of people um still there and um yeah just just the people just really setting in stone that the people of of hawaii are freaking great people (laughs) that probably more than anything I cannot wait to experience it one day. So I am really glad that you were able to make a difference down there. And you you brought a lot of attention to the Amua family services and programs. So kudos to you for really. They've done a great job, though. I mean, they've they've uh, they've been around since 1947. So I was a very small uh, impact on on what they've done for decades but it's it was an honor to get to be a very small part of it for sure yeah well awesome now just send your sights on next year right that's right yeah we'll be we'll be back next year for sure so uh it's always the the first saturday of december so everybody should sign up for that event um who knows maybe maybe a gravel race in maui who knows like who knows like we can dream big right That'd be pretty cool. That would be absolutely sick. Please keep <laughs> please keep me in the loop on that. So I can make I know, sure I know, to Yeah, I know there. Pete Stetna's there right now. So Stetna's in, on so. in Maui, so maybe yeah, I was like, go find some gravel routes for me, man. <laughs> like do some recon. <laughs> 
so good so good well you said the rest of your holiday season you're heading over to iowa and then up to michigan um please please be safe and have a great holiday season i know i'll probably talk to you every day until then but still um We do have a few messages from the rest of our team that they wanted to share with you um, and their well wishes for your holiday season. So let's just go ahead and drop those in now. Hey, everybody. This is Corey. I just wanted to wish everybody a happy holidays. I hope you have a great holiday season with your family, friends, and loved ones. Um, I also wanted to just let you know how thankful I am for all your support over the years. And this year... um, it's been a fantastic year. Next year will be year 15 for us. So registration is open. Please get signed up. Uh, the registration does go up by $10 after the first year. So please get signed up for the end of the year. Looking forward to seeing you then. Um, take care and happy holidays. Hey everyone, Schmitty from the uh, Pirate Cycling League and Gravel Worlds. Uh, just wanted to wish all of you a happy holidays um enjoy that time with family and friends and get a little bike ride in while you can thanks and have a good day what up gravel family this is jamie your volunteer coordinator for gravel worlds thank you so much for all that you do stay safe stay well good travels much love hey this is mg from the gravel worlds crew i just thankful for all of you that have made gravel worlds what it is and looking forward to the next year and that was a little happy holidays from our team. Um, and then I guess from myself, uh, I wish everybody a happy holiday. I hope you can be around whatever your community is, uh, whether that's friends, family, or uh, online gaming friends with with, uh, <laughs> with Sophia's boo. Uh, however that looks, I, I wish you guys the ha- happy holiday, happy new year. Thanks for a great 2023. It was a good year. I know, I know we've said it a few times, but we are just so, so, so excited for what's to come in 2024 um, and all the incredible stories and guests we get to share with you. Uh, so really, thank you for making this happen and thank you for letting us bring you, you know, all of these podcasts week in and week out and listening and just giving us, I know we've mentioned community a few times, but really like this podcast creates an incredible community. Um, and we love being able to interact with everyone and hear your stories and hear how different episodes have impacted you. So yeah, there's going to be a lot more of that in the year 2024. That's right. Well, thank you all for the great year and we will See you next time. I'm Jason. And I'm Sophia. And this has been another episode of the Gravel Family Podcast. We'll see you in 2024. Yee! Gravel Family Podcast is a Pirate Cycling League production. Gravel Worlds and Pirate Cycling League are owned and operated by Gravel Adventures LLC, Lincoln, Nebraska. For more information on Gravel Family Podcast, visit www.gravelfamily.bike. For information on Gravel Worlds or Pirate Cycling League, go to www.gravel-worlds.com.